Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Regional Rabobank Regional Manager for North Queensland and the Northern Territories, Trent McIndoe. He joins us this morning. Trent, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us on Rural Queensland today. No problem, Ben. Happy to be here, mate. Um, the Queensland Ag sector confidence retreats amid concern of input costs and biosecurity risks. That's the big thing that's come out of um, the Rabobank um, recent research that you obviously do um, quarterly, and that's the the, the real concern because this industry has had a real buoyant time over the last couple of years, but off the back of FMD and, and obviously some really increasing costs, there is a little bit of negativity um, facing the industry in the last couple of months. Absolutely, Ben. And I mean, the, the rising um, input cost thing has been around with us for a while. I think the time of the survey is probably just on the back end of that. Yeah. FMD, uh, you know, hitting the media pretty heavily and all of that, which impacted cattle markets, it impacted the supply, you know, the flow of cattle sort of came in. So there's genuine concern there and uh, that's kind of, I don't say the concerns abated, but certainly the media attention on in that space has and, and, and probably a bit of a sense of getting on with things now that we're aware of it in amongst the producers. So, but the input cost things, mate, it's definitely been around for a while and, and it continues to loom. Obviously, we look at, you know, the high input costs, but there's also been some really high prices as well, and mm. there's never mm. we've never seen commodity prices so favourable, and and the season it, it has been unbelievable. So, I suppose mm. in a lot of things, and and I talk to a lot of people, there's always that saying, "Oh, it's got to come to an end. It's got to come to an end. It won't last forever." But if you look at all the statistics, sure, we're not going to see these record prices forever, but we're a long way ahead of where we were three or four years ago. And I think when it does settle at some sort of rate where it it remains consistent, God forbid, other than we get a biosecurity outbreak or something like that, it bodes well Mm. for the agricultural industry. Sure does. And I think that shines through whilst the actual confidence has been down on this survey, long-term investment intention is still pretty good. And I think that goes to that story a bit, Ben. You know, like they see through – these blimps on the radar that we get from time to time in this industry and whilst the season's been good, it's also created some challenges for some of our croppers and everything else. But these are the types of cycles that, that the industry goes through and has done since forever. So, um, But commodity prices are strong. You know, Even if you've got a 20 or 30% correction, cattle market prices, I'm sure most producers say it's still viable. Same as cotton, strong prices, sugar's strong prices, entails obviously these costs that are that are sort of beating them a little bit but you know let's hope down the track somewhere that settles down a little bit as the markets will but um, most of our research uh, suggests that these you know good prices could be around for a while so uh, that certainly bolstered or keeps that long-term investment intention strong amongst our producers can I ask you can I ask you from on the ground, are you getting inquiry about people and 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 obviously still big operations and families and, and businesses wanting to invest and expand their operations? Um, <clears throat> talking to livestock agents and real estate specialists, the, the, they're of the belief and 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 the way that they portray it on this show is that the minute a property comes on the market, it it, it goes like the good the good country, mm-hmm. and everybody thought. Oh, the lesser country just might not sell. It might, but that just has not happened. Yeah, I think the amount of anecdotally, well, 
the amount of properties coming on the market has certainly abated a bit, but the prices haven't. And that's clear. You know, you see properties like Peron there near Prairie the other day and some of those properties down in central Queensland and southern Queensland, the prices that they make is unbelievable and, and uh, certainly kind of record-breaking nearly every sale. So um, there's there has not been uh, a retreat at all in, in, in demand for good quality properties. And I think from an investment intention perspective, that's still strong. And most of that's just around infrastructure, about building a bit of drought resilience into their business. Technology is still big and happening. Um, sustainable type, you know, uh, investments. So in some of the farming operations. So we get we continue to get plenty of inquiry in that space. And... Um, and there's quite a bit of growth in the market coming from that space, so which is good for long term, uh, the long term view on the on the sector. So, um, but yeah, property property prices still strong, still plenty of interest. Uh, you know, even looking through the immediate threats, fire security threats, etc., um, the, the strength's still there. Yeah, um, and and that's the big thing. How and and I understand that the world that we live in, but. How do you combat what will happen and needs to happen is, and I don't want to be a drama, it's not soaring interest rates, but we do need to get the interest rates to a place where that everybody it's viable and that we can that we can survive as a nation. So how does that shine through? Is there some trepidation and some scare because everybody, and we've all been there, I remember when it was 12 yep. and 14 yeah, and 15%, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and and I hear that everywhere I'm going, oh, it's going to go back there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem to me like it will, but I think it will flatten out somewhere about seven or eight at some point, you know, for a little mm-hmm. bit it might not get that high. But it was 8%, I think, in 2009, 2007, it was somewhere there. Um, so, I, I, you know, really when we look at it, you know, I don't know how you guys handle that and counteract that with your customers, but obviously it's a concern for some. Absolutely, it's a concern for some, but it's an interesting question because I don't think, I mean, obviously we're in the finance game, so interest rates are a common topic, but it, it doesn't appear yet that I'm hearing that it's up in amongst the top concerns, like it's still there. People, it's a bit like the cattle price has been, you know, like, oh, it could come back a bit and it'd still be good, I think. People are realising it's come off a really low base, and it's sure. still pretty good. Yeah, in in from the old fifteen twenty percent stories. So I think um, you know economists tell us the Reserve Bank's talking three three and a half percent by mid next year as a base as a Reserve Bank rate. At some point, as you say, it'll have to flatten out. There's other sectors and all of that sort of thing. But from a producer perspective, I'm not sure. It's on the top of their priority list right now. Yeah. But I'm, you know, if it keeps going as fast as it is, it obviously will become there. But um, we're just not seeing that impact yet, relaying to property prices, etc. As we we're talking just before, so it keeps going. Obviously, it's going to have a, a far bigger impact. Confidence surveys are always interesting, and Rabobank do a phenomenal job of doing a quarterly, you know, release, and and it, and it gives everybody a look. You guys have got analysts, you know, looking at markets and obviously trying to look at key factors and, and, and sugar has been, you know, it's been huge and, you know, like, and, and obviously people worried about that and, and livestock. What's your gut feel on the whole agricultural sector over the next 12 months? And I'm not pinning you on this. I'm not trying to, but, you, you know, w- w- off the back of the research that Rabobank do and, you know, 
to me, it, it's nowhere near unless there's a biosecurity outbreak. It's not. Yeah. It, it's all steam, full steam ahead. And that's certainly my, my gut feeling. I've been around the industry for a little while, I guess, but it, it, it appears to be strong. The, the information we're getting from our research department continues to be strong. There's going to be strong demand for protein of all types, you know, going forward. I think, that, and it came through the confidence survey, there's a reasonable amount of confidence that we've got this biosecurity stuff kind of covered from an Australian perspective, and obviously there's room for improvement there, but we've had a We've had, I'm on a group within the bank and we've had conversations with biosecurity and different producers that have interest in Indonesia and we've been pretty well on the front foot with it and we're reasonably confident that, you know, the government and everyone's doing what they can. So if we can keep that off and out, um, well, you know, there just hasn't been a better time in my uh, career, I guess, for agriculture and the outlook for it's as strong as strong as we've seen from a price perspective and, you know, if we can keep these costs contained or find alternatives to do that or whatever it might be, it's just a strong outlook. Yeah, it's a great news story. Uh, yeah, great to talk to you and really appreciate your time this morning and I understand um, it, it is a, it's a really, really interesting um, part of and discussion just where, where this is heading. Rabo Bank Regional Manager for North Queensland and the Northern Territory, Trent McIndoe, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for making yourself available. Good on you, Ben. Thanks, mate. We'll take a break. Come back with more. This is Rural Queensland Today.